Hello and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby and with me as always is Steve Tomcat Pride Kuzik. Oh! And uh, today we're coming at you with a new episode about The Boys on Amazon Prime. We're going to today go over the first four episodes of the second season of The Boys because they just came out. Uh, Then we're going to do another episode on the next four as soon as those come out. Uh, So Steve, we watched season one of The Boys. Wow. Last year? Yeah, I think about last year. And that was a wild ride. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. Anyone, if you're unfamiliar with the show, it's it's basically sort of a social commentary on the world uh, Mm -hmm. relating to social media, how celebrities portray themselves, uh, and basically how they they have one face to society and another twisted face behind closed doors. And Mm -hmm. it's, but it's superheroes that are the celebrities. There's politics. Superheroes were corporized. Yeah. To make money off of them. Exactly. Like really? it's like it's like Disney's Marvel people. It's it's it taco it taco it tacos. There's so many tacos. It tackles like so many social political things, like really well without being too in your face. I think, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah, not too in your face about the political things. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this about the show. I like the show a lot. It's not for everybody. <laughs> There's some very mature and uh, immature <laughs> themes <laughs> throughout. Um, I think we were kind of shocked when we started watching season one at some of like the goriness of it and like some of the adult themes um, that were in the show. So again, if you're going in to watch a superhero show, it's not what you're going to get. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what you're going to get. <laughs> but it's fun it's interesting and they do um kind of comedically go over these like you said like these social issues and in a really clever and creative way i think yeah it's kind of like south park the superheroes <laughs> tv series almost yeah we've got like carl urban in it and it's pretty cool to see him um we've seen him in like thor ragnarok and we've seen him in lord of the uh, rings lord of the rings um so dread I, yeah i've always liked him yes. you know but it's cool to see him as like the lead mm-hmm. here in season one he was pretty awesome and here in season two we're going to get into some spoiler talks in a second he's a little bit frustrating at times i would say yeah but um we're going to get into spoiler talk in a second but i just kind of talk about what we thought about it because uh, i've enjoyed these first four episodes what about you yeah same so now we're, we're pretty much going to get into spoiler territory here. So if you haven't seen the show, uh, check it out first. But generally, yeah, I'm, I'm digging these, these first four. I'm, yeah. I, I said this to you about the first three after I watched them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the first four more than I like the first four from the first season. But I like the first episode from season one better than the first episode of this season. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Just I think, though, after um, you have um, like one season that went over well, you kind of have to have the sort of like a okay. Now, w- what are all the connections now? You know, mm-hmm. definitely uh, good first four episodes for sure. It's got me excited for the rest of the season. Some yeah. very surprising stuff. Some stuff that made us die laughing <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Especially this last one. So, I mean, like Colby said earlier, there's a lot of mature things and immature things in the show so if, if you've listened to us before we might be talking about some more crass things but that's because there's crass things in the show, in the show. so you know that's not who steve and i are no 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 no, <laughs> no way we're perfect we are perfect. we're just straight edge we don't think any of that's Easy, funny straight edge none of that's that we don't think that's funny yeah no we don't send each other weird memes or anything um <laughs> But generally, some big <laughs> things I'm digging from this season is I really like uh, Anthony Starr as Homelander. And oh. I really like uh, Jack Quaid as Huey, Aaron yeah. as Annie, uh, like you said, Starlight. And I really loving uh, Chance Crawford as the Deep. <laughs> I'm loving the Deep's arc so far. Are we going to start mean, there? Yeah. <laughs> so last season we met 
the deep and what we learned about him pretty quick was he was like the he like start tried to sexually harass uh, starlight or sexually harassed yeah um like right when she came up and then like um he kind of got pushed out of the seven because like his powers like didn't really do much yeah and then there was the sexual allegations against him from yeah starlight and then that was even marketed against her which was or for her like Vought was trying to hush hush all of it yeah. when she came out and then they they turned it around and like oh this is good woman women power and it's just like it's just so how corporations are but but anyway yeah with the with the deep though yeah. and then like you said he became kind of more of a joke that's yeah to the seven and like it and it's kind of a funny thing with like aquaman yeah. i feel like they're making fun of aquaman it's like okay but like yeah maybe he can help you when there's a fight in the middle of the water <laughs> maybe <laughs> but like what happens when something's on land like <laughs> there's just always so many aquaman sucks kind of things out there you yeah. know like i think family guy has torn him apart mm-hmm. uh, and like uh robot chicken i remember they'd make fun of him yeah like, it needs to be near a lake guys like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Absolutely. that's basically like him in the show is like the parody of aquaman and then but I, it's just his whole, like, I guess getting indoctrinated into this, this religious body that's trying to, like, get him in, uh, yeah. I guess, to sink their teeth into. It's, it's really funny. It's really uh, funny. His, his, uh, I love the, the singing. Oh, uh, I was totally going to go down and buy a, uh, a fresco. <laughs> Want a fresca? Or fresca. I was gonna go buy one and surprise you, <laughs> and an and an almond joy. I was gonna get one of those too. <laughs> yeah, but the gill scenes, though, were weird and hilarious. And I, I, you know, here's what I thought when I was watching those scenes. I was like, imagine him like the actor. Like, what's going through his head right now? <laughs> like obviously he's got a fun role to play it's probably a lot of fun to play that role he'd probably laugh a lot um but it's like we want you to play the superhero like aquaman you know like jason momoa (laughs) a couple years later he's sitting in a bed by himself singing to his gills (laughs) it's hilarious was was it you're beautiful just me that's it to me (laughs) can't you see and uh, I forget, Pat, I think Pat Oswald was the voice of the Gills. Um, he's, he's like... Uh, Is that right? I didn't know that. I think so. Uh, and it was, it was so good. I mean, just... Oh, that's hilarious. And they look so real. They look so was, real. I was also very uncomfortable watching that. Ugh. Yeah. Because it just makes you in pain. Because you're yeah. like imagining things in your, your ribs and... My Gills don't look anything like that. <laughs> yeah it's kind of cool though because like anatomically that's where gills would probably be on a human because here's our lungs and he is so self-conscious about it which leads to one of the most hilarious moments he's like that's like what he's struggling with kind of during this like religious thing is he's so like he doesn't want people to see his gills he's covering them up they're like trying to tell him to accept like who he is you know mm-hmm. the whole you're beautiful to me thing and, and stuff like that and i think he's like starting to gain confidence he finally comes back and um <laughs> the first time he encounters the seven again we'll talk about that scene later but <laughs> homelander like the first thing he says is like uh i remember the last thing he's like oh by the way you know geez cover up your gills <laughs> you can see it <laughs> freaking gross was, man that's gross <laughs> It's like all that self confidence he had built up. <laughs> Homelander just, Homelander just... <laughs> but it, it's kind of cool that they like try to like they're turning in why he was, you know, so mean to women. It was because he was insecure about himself, and so he it is cool projected that onto someone else and that sort of thing. Because that's like a realistic way of someone behaves, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. He's, I still like that he's still a joke. And then, like, like I was like, is he, are they going to try and make him cool here? I know. Especially when like he, was, he was chasing the boys <laughs> down. And yeah. you're like, oh, is he going to be cool? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, he's still a joke. He's, he's, he's riding a whale. He's <laughs> <laughs> got sharks like coming through. It was awesome. And then, well, we might as well talk about it now. Might as well talk about it. <laughs> 
and then he like tries to like set a barrier on the beach with his whale and he's like standing on top of it all like come at me bro <laughs> carl urban uh butcher billy butcher just is like okay lowers <laughs> it poor whale just everyone oh. goes heads down and just goes into the whale and he just he falls off and gets knocked out i was just uh, every every scene he's in now i'm just laughing every time i know before i was like oh that guy's a jerk like uh he's yeah. got what's coming yeah, to like him even like you know like, glad like he was getting what was coming to him yeah yeah now, now it's hilarious and now it's just funny <laughs> and then uh this world's version of hawkeye yeah I, I, and um i love this little thing they did about how he was like trying to save the day someplace and he was shooting everybody and then he ran out of arrows <laughs> and that's kind of why he needed to go to his this cult and like get he's like what am i what therapy I doing what was i thinking and that's just like the idea of like I, whenever i watch like legolas or any other archer in a show i'm always like how many arrows do they have? You're just like rattling them off. It's like, is it just like refill automatically? Like what happens? A quiver can only hold so many arrows. <laughs> I'm so glad they covered that. They cover every other like stupid thing, but you know, that doesn't make sense about superheroes. Yeah. So. But anyway, when, when it started out too, I guess when the season started out, uh, you know, we, we ended the first season off with this cliffhanger about how, uh, Homelander just drops in on Butcher's wife, who Butcher was looking for the whole first season, and uh, you thought maybe Homelander raped her and killed her, uh, but apparently he only raped her and had a kid with her, and he found out where she was, and he brought Butcher there, and it ends like right there, like with everyone reunited, and it, you're kind of wondering, oh, did she betray Butcher? Did his wife betray him? Mm -hmm. like, was it consensual? Uh, did they, did they, you know, basically betray Butcher and she just, she's yeah. been hiding out there. Like it was wondering what, what the heck was going on. And then we, when we first started out this, this, the next episode of this season, I was just kind of like, why are we not picking up right from there? I like know. I want to see what happened right there. And oh, no. I think they handled it pretty well. They show uh, how Homelander is basically, you know, just, this evil dude that's like trying to work his way into this family. He really wants a family. He was like basically a lab rat growing up. Yeah. So he has these weird mom issues and stuff like that too. <laughs> 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 and it's just, so I, I liked how they handled it, but I was still like, come on, this, fir this first episode, you can't end on a cliffhanger like that and just be like, nope. Oh, I remember when we watched that cliffhanger the first time and I was like, Man, what a horrible place to end, man. Oh, man. And it was heartbreaking. Yes. Because it, what it looked like was that like she left Billy Butcher for Homelander. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Which we find out wasn't really the case, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and they didn't really make it like land like, oh, like it wasn't, that wasn't the way it was. Like they didn't emphasize. <sighs> no, not till this last episode. Because I kept thinking like, why is he like not super pissed at her? Like yeah. Billy Butcher, like for you know mm -hmm. having a kid with homelander and then in episode four she says he raped me yeah and i'm just like wow i feel like that would be the like <laughs> i don't know why wasn't yeah. this addressed before yeah the whole time he's interacting with her you can tell there's tension mm -hmm. between them that she doesn't want him there but it's like is she just scared of what he's gonna do to the kid but she used to have a thing for him because he i think with homelander yeah because yeah. i think at that party like I think that she kind of gave him the eyes at one point or something she, like that. That's we, the thing. We see her going into his room or something exactly. like that. In season one. Yeah, I remember yeah. this now. And like, so it's so like, a lot of that she... still wasn't like explained, I don't think. So but, I don't know if I still buy. Yeah. Like maybe he very well may have raped her. Even yeah. if, even if like she was like kind of putting herself, like giving him the impression that she was interested. Mm -hmm. So she might not be 100% innocent. Yeah. Either with um you know as far as cheating on billy butcher yeah I'm not sure but they're not diving into it that elaborately yet the way the show is no one really presents themselves the way they really are you know and that, that's always like a commentary i guess on how you know people will be showing themselves yeah. on social media or through politics or on the news how they'll be showing them as this one pure person but then in real life they're 
having orgies in this room and drinking mother's milk and things like that and just like all this weird stuff and so that's what i wonder i wondered if she isn't this good person you know that's that's kind of what i'm thinking because i'm always like you seem too good to be true lady yeah and and in this last episode episode four she did kind of betray butcher so yeah maybe that's her one thing but i feel like there's more and at one point they say they made a deal and she told butcher that was if you spare him or if you don't spare him i'll kill myself in front of yes exactly yeah 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 that's what it was but i don't know i'm still just not buying it i feel like something else yeah especially when you think about the season one scenes where it just like looked like she straight up was going to cheat on him yeah and the I fact mean, that we didn't see, we didn't see what happened after Butcher got dropped there. We didn't see what happened. We, we saw he just woke up in like a restaurant. He doesn't really lot. remember. Yeah. He was like trying to write down everything he remembered. He remembered before it left. Yeah. So he's still trying to figure out what happened too. Yeah. I guess. But I mean, this last episode in episode four, he, you know, finally climbed the wall and went back and, um, finally like reconnected with her and like you said she betrayed him at the end again yeah um i think she's also yeah i, I don't think she's a hundred percent like the nicest lady in the world nicest woman um i think she may have done some some bad stuff she also may have been a victim so you know can't say that she wasn't a victim though uh it's not black and white no yeah you know but at the same time i do think she's really scared of homelander i think she's scared for billy butcher like i think she's worried about him getting killed because of her and she's worried about her son um something bad happening to him and especially when billy butcher said something really bad (laughs) what did he say he's like he's a he's an effing soup oh that's right that's right he did he called him a soup and like I thought they both they both made good points too is what i was like i don't know whose side i want to be on here i want them both to get together but she's like you know, that's one thing we keep seeing Butcher this season is, and even we, we, get, we saw it some at the second half of the first season is, you know, his goals are like priority number one. He kind of doesn't care who he burns on the way. Yeah. And he's used to dealing with people who are okay with that. But yeah. his, his wife isn't okay with that. Uh, Huey isn't really okay with that. Um, so he was like kind of being a jerk to Huey at the first, these first few episodes. And his wife even knows that he can be really determined and kind of a jerk. So she's just like, like, you're going to try and get rid of him. Like as soon as we can, like as soon as we're together, like it might be a year or two later, but it's going to, it's going to be something you do. Yeah. And like, he doesn't really even deny it. He's just like, he's a, but he's their property. He's Vought's property. Yeah. Like he's like, they're going to be after him all the time. And you're yeah. like, well, that's true, but like, it's a kid. Exactly, dude. Thought is crazy, and you see it with Starlight. I mean, we with Starlight, we got to see her in season one, what she was like before she was in Vought, before she was part of the Seven, and then we got to kind of see through her eyes what is behind all the, this corporation, you know? Yeah, the corruptness and and everything behind it, and um. And imagine it's kind of like a lot of sort of trying to make a commentary on like how a lot of actresses are about how Hollywood looks so glamorous and everything. And then oh yeah, you might have to deal with Harvey Weinstein to get exactly. through the gates. And that's what it seemed uh, like. Like when, when you know Starlight showed up and uh, Deep was like telling her stuff, like you know. Yeah, and then you have to deal with all these this fake PR stuff to for an image and. Exactly. From her own personal look to they try to to sex her up some and exactly. Yeah. uh, Like it's so yeah, it's it's and it's been tough to watch her too because the first episode she's just like pulling off her wig. She looks depressed and she looks sad. Yeah. She doesn't like it. It's like, but it's not as easy to just leave that place, you know? Yeah. Can't necessarily just leave. Yeah. Because one, they've got the whole PR and all that stuff behind them. Um, and, you know, one of the new characters even comments, like, you're bulletproof. Why worry? But there's one guy who I, I love to hate. And I think it's so realistic if you had, like, a jerk with these powers. Homelander. Homelander, man. You've got this guy who can just, he can kill pretty much anybody. You Whenever know? he wants. 
he's he's Superman if he was raised in a lab and no one ever gave him a hug. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly. He has all these weird social awkwardness and he's he's basically I guess trying to portray himself as like the ultimate right wing sort of guy. Uh, but he's got all these yeah. weird insecurities and he doesn't he really needs to be liked him. by everybody. They're, yeah. they're making the point. And yeah. Um, but I, I just love that, how he's coming more onto his own. And that's, that was one yeah. big arc from season one is that he was still a tool from everyone though. He still, he listened to uh, still well. Yeah. Still well in front of him. And he wanted to, and he's still dealing with wanting to be liked by everyone. I get, well, not really by the end of four, but, uh, and so that was really cool. I guess when he finally just like burned Stillwell, and he's just like, I can run this stuff. I have good ideas. I'm invincible. And so we, we've still got that carrying over, but he's still listening to some of the executives. He's still worrying about yeah. his public image and commercials. And, mm-hmm. uh, but this last episode though, I kind of wonder if he's going to go over that line and just be like, I'm going to be king of the world now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause like, exactly. that's what he could realistically be. I mean, no one could kill him. <laughs> like, no it one. Seems like that's where he's headed. You know, he kind of, um, <laughs> we might as well talk about this. The beginning of episode four, uh, <laughs> Madeline Stillwell, who he like killed her by like lasering her face last season. <laughs> And by the way, who this season he's blamed that all on Billy Butcher. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why Billy Butcher's had to kind of go into hiding and be elusive here. Uh, Cause he's like public enemy number one. Cause he killed Madeline Stillwell, you know? Yeah. And he did come in with a suicide vest. He did that at that point. And he was ready to try and kill Homelander, but that didn't hurt Homelander at all. Didn't put a scratch on him. Yeah. It's, it was easy to frame that way, you know? Yeah. But really, and that shocked Billy Butcher. Cause he was like in the room when Homelander evaporated her head yeah and uh that was pretty crazy <clears throat> so when she was like he just like showed up at a house i was like what house is this i don't recognize this mm-hmm. goes in and she was there i was like no 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 because it's not <laughs> like they didn't show what happened they showed her face get melted like okay like, the snowman on yeah. summer day <laughs> on a, yeah <laughs> I was like, what the heck's going on? There's like this long dialogue scene. They get really weird with the milk. And, milk again. Uh, <laughs> he does this weird thing where he has to like do it with his tongue. <laughs> like they don't just drink it at first. I they know. have to like dip it in with their fingers. And, uh, like, mm. it's, and it's like sexual and it's like weird and it's like yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> like... Yeah, this this is like cringy stuff. the epitome of some of the cringy scenes. There's like these weird sex scenes sometimes, and that's like normal like Game okay. of Thrones level. And then there's like this, which is like South Park but dark and dark and like <laughs> strange and like oh man, uncomfortable. Even like when no one's in the room watching it with you, it's like <laughs> uncomfortable like, to watch. <laughs> who's gonna walk it on me? I don't like this. I don't like this part. Let me just put my milk down, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm eating my dinner here. And so anyway, he's having a conversation and he's got like his head on her lap and then like <laughs> just starts to turn back she... into this hairy potato looking dude. He's like, change back. It was doppelganger. <laughs> the superhero doppelganger can shape shift into like anybody. And he's like, yeah, he's like freaking out. Change back, change back right now. We saw doppelganger in the first season mm-hmm. use his powers for another just terrible scene to watch <laughs> but it, it would be like a realistic what if someone had these powers working for a corporation yeah what a scene do which is what i really like about the show is just what if people what if people with us like us who had flaws and were jerks and mm-hmm. were self-motivated and wanted to be loved by people and make money what would they do like this is like stuff they would do it's like, funny how how odd and unrealistic the show is yet it's like super realistic with the themes yeah with the themes that they do and then later doppelganger's trying to talk like madeline stillwell and try to cheer up homelander after some some things happened and homelander's just like not having it he's upset and he changes into homelander doppelganger 
so Homelander is standing there wearing this lingerie and like you wait, you tell the rest. And he was <laughs> You tell the rest, Steve. Well, well you see people Well Homelander was basically seduced. All you need is your he's like, I only need myself. First, the real Homelander is like, I only need myself. And then Doppelganger yeah. took that as a cue, I guess, since he's been working as his like sex confidant Ugh. in the cabin here to like, all right, well, I guess I'll turn into you. And then it's just, and I'm just like, please, no, please let's not see this. I don't want to have this on my brain. <laughs> I can't get behind. I can't get behind Homelander now because he's cool and funny and uh, I don't, obviously I don't like the guy. If he was a real person, I would like him. But as a, as a character on a show, character like, awesome. If it's like if if this goes down, if he goes down, like like I can't get behind him on this. But so luckily though, he ends up uh, killing himself. Well, <laughs> <laughs> doppelganger. Yeah, <laughs> he kills doppelganger Homelander, and he's like, I don't need. Love. I don't need to be loved, and and that's yeah. what I mean. Like, here we go. Yeah, this is him getting over that hump. Like, like he's been controlled for his whole life. Like, yeah, what's he's, he gonna be like when he's not controlled? He's had all of these these things to keep him in check. The most powerful being in the world has had, you know, mommy issues. He got over that kind of. Uh, he's yeah. had, you know, the PR. He's had social media press. Now he has like the CEO of Vought. Yeah. And now he's kind of just checking those off out of his way, yeah. out of his way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's going to realize at some point he doesn't need these people. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. And he, um, I'm excited for that. So talking about the only thing that's really kind of in his way. Well, now there, I guess there's two things and they're kind of, they're on the same team is one of the things is Giancarlo Esposito's character. Uh, now, if you don't know Giancarlo Esposito, he played Gustavo Fring in, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, and he played um, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Um, he's Moff Gideon. Moff in- Gideon. Moff Gideon. <laughs> Moff Gideon. <laughs> what? What made you think of that? Giddy, like you're when you're. Oh, laughing. you're giddy. Giddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off Gideon. That's what he should be in season two. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, but Giancarlo Esposito, like, he's kind of the same character in all these roles. Like, Gus Fring puts on the super professional face, yet deep inside he's just like a, this gang lord, this, uh, or the card, like, you know, he has his own, like, cartel. Yeah, he presents himself very like, professional, well-spoken, polite. And then he's like, he'll like kill you. I'll kill you. I'm in charge of oh, these man. deadly people. Yeah. So he's not so much, I guess, we haven't seen him do anything physically, personally yet, but we know he's got, like, he doesn't care about Homelander that much. Like, but he brought on um, Stormfront. Stormfront. So I, I really, I, li- I don't like her on the show, but I think it's an awesome character to have in the show. It's it's just like how I said earlier that Homelander is kind of the sort of like the right wing uh, parody, I guess, that you would see from like Superman or or some other superhero, I guess, that you might see a combination yeah. of like Captain America, Superman, whatever. And now yeah. she's kind of like the left wing parody of uh, you know other superheroes and maybe more modern things or even yeah. actresses or actors portraying superheroes, how they present themselves versus how they might really be. Yeah. How they're a little hypocritical and uh, you know, that people don't really care though, how they present yeah. themselves. And I, I really like one of the lines she said in this last episode about when Homelander came to her, uh, you know, saying you're, you're hurting my image. You know, people, people aren't liking me or something to that effect. And she's like, you don't, you can't have everyone like you. You just need enough people to hate something. Yeah. You have fans. I have an army. I have soldiers. That's it. That's it. I have have soldiers. soldiers. And that's like so true. That's how you, people don't try and please everyone out on social media. They just try and get other people angry. Yeah. Uh, 
to, yeah. to polarize people. And that's it's very much um, a really good metaphor for what's going on a lot now. Yes. You no. Know? And that could um, be either side. And either side. Either side of the of whatever political side you fall on. It's the extremes of either side is that's what you see. Yes. And that's kind of what she's talking about. And um, it's kind of interesting because I think Homelander, like you said, he represents kind of the conservative, kind of more old fashioned kind of style like um and she's kind of coming in as like the sort of liberal uh portland oregon superhero (laughs) yeah yeah superhero she's california live streaming everything and like protesting all the time and like running Mm. protests i'm like the company she's like working for yeah it's just weird it's (laughs) it's like um you know a lot of celebrities though that she her name's aya cash who plays her yeah, we know a lot of celebrities that, that do that they kind of stuff. protest certain things, but then their companies do the th- same things that they protest against. They, but the thing is, they never acknowledge it, though. They never say, well, so-and-so company also does. But anyway, I, I, I think it's just so good. I, I like that they don't yeah. – they, they tackle both sides of bad issues, I guess, or both issues. Yeah, she, yeah, she is extremely brash, though, and – the actress did such a good job being like <laughs> the person in the room that everybody like is like, Oh my God. Like really like this one guy's like pitching an idea that he has mm-hmm. and she's just done all the homework on why it's horrible. And she's like about to tell him, but she's being like nice about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're more like headlines, you know, that I want to go over. <laughs> and like, he's trying to be, he's trying to be okay. professional. Oh, oh okay. Like, <laughs> And she's just ripping it apart. Should we go on? <laughs> I was at like at times liking her though, because I, I liked how brash she was. Well, it was like, interesting because she was opposing Homelander. Yeah. Who was like the one we don't like. And then she, she kind of came bad in things about Vought too. About Vought was like, oh, is she going to be a good character? Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. And so when she's finally chasing down Kimiko's brother, who yeah. was brought in as a it's terrorist. like another soup. He's he's got the force. <laughs> he's got the force. So with his hands, he can like manipulate things. And but he has them. to be able to like move his hands though. So he's move like a hands. bender. So he's like yeah, a- they like duct taped them together, and he couldn't do anything. Really. Yeah, yeah. He's like he could get one finger out, and he could like oh, just barely get it to him. <laughs> and she's chasing him down, and like I think how does she show up? She's like, hey guys. <laughs> And then she walks in and there's civilians in their apartment living. And she just like totally unnecessarily throws one of the civilians into like a fridge and like his head hits it and dies. And it's just like, whoa, whoa. While, you know, Kimiko and her brother are getting away. You she just, throws some random dude out a window. Yeah, you just hear like up the stairs. from the outside going up the, the floors. And it's just, that was such a cool scene. But like, I, I like Shocking. how that like, it happened, but they, it wasn't like a pause, show it, pause moment. She just comes in there and like, you're just kind of like, absor- like your brain's trying to keep up because you're like, this person wouldn't hurt innocent people. But like, I just saw her. Yeah, because she's like dude. all for the people. She's yeah. all for the people, you know, and, and she's just like, she's <laughs> against corporations. And yeah, and she like blows up this building full of civilians and for no reason, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, it just shows how like she's like, evil deep down she's evil kimiko's brother like is getting away and um now he comes back at the end of the day and he saves his sister which was cool and then <laughs> he's gonna lose that fight because stormfront just like grabs his hands <laughs> it just like snaps him we can't and... do your hand things anymore why yeah, is that? why why oh, can't, can't you do your hand things anymore why not <laughs> Like that same like patronizing West voice. Coast accent, yeah. Yeah, like Kimiko luckily gets away, um, but she got to, she had to watch her brother die in that way, and she also called him right before he died. She called him like a yellow bastard. So she's yeah. like, she like on camera, she'd probably be like to people, everybody's important. All you know, those lives matter. Like you know, yeah, yeah. She'd probably be like saying vocally supporting that population of the country you know Mm -hmm. and talking about how they're oppressed in some way yet Mm -hmm. this showed who she truly was yeah you know really racist way and kills them super racist kills them 
And then she was racist again. We find out people in the past. Yeah. It turns out she was Liberty, which was cool that. And now you see like, oh, she's got like some big plans. It's not, it's, she's not just someone Vought brought in. Like she's, she's got her own plan. It seems like too. She's someone from like way back, like Liberty. You're like, oh, that sounds kind of like, like Captain America or something. You know what I mean? And yeah, now she's, she's Stormfront now. She's like relabeled and uh, she said she's updated with the times now, you know? Yeah. And she is. She's like, yeah, she's like the most modern character in the show now. You know, like it's crazy. Um, So now we have this rivalry sort of that kind of exemplifies what's going on today with Homelander on one end being pretty conservative guy. And on the other end, the far left for Stormfront. Yeah. Far left. I feel um, like Storm. I'd say it's it's more the um, the extremes of both of those, though. Yeah, and I feel like far far extremes. At, yeah, I feel like either to- at some points though, either of them could be on the other, especially when they're doing or their own weird things. I feel like they flip flop, yeah. and I think that's like kind of the message they're trying to get across. Is like they're like both those extremes can have some similarities and these weird differences, and um, but. Yeah, and two, she. I feel like she keeps dropping hints at Homelander, like, like she likes him. Like that one meeting they come out of, and oh he, yeah, when he was standing up to Vought, he was like saying Vought doesn't care about us, and they don't care about the serum, they don't care how we feel. She like came up to him afterwards and was like, like, hey, like, maybe I don't know you or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, and and even like the yeah. the knockoff Wonder Woman was like rolling her eyes at that, and yeah. Uh, and then she would like yeah. even later when he confronted her, she was like, just come back here anytime for anything. And like, she seems like she might be into him. And exactly. So I'm kind of interested as to where this all goes. Cause yeah, it seems like he doesn't like her a lot right now. I mean, a, she's kind of stealing his thunder. Mm-hmm. She's a new person. She's like, she saved the day there in the media's eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like jealous and, um, I think he's starting but, to learn some now lessons he's, from her, though. Yeah, so at said. the end of the episode, she really kind of warmed up to him. Yeah. And she's like, I'll be here for you or anytime or something. It was yeah. weird. It was. I thought she was just going to be snarky at him again, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, she was like kind of educating him. I think she's trying yeah. to get him onto her side. And I now we know if she's been like involved him. a long time. She's yeah. been superhero for a long time. Yeah. I, so I don't know if she likes him because she actually likes him or she's trying to kind of replace that Stillwell role in his life and now she can tell him what to do yeah and kind of take that power mm-hmm. but it's interesting yeah. yeah another theme that you can relate to the real world is pushing your kids off roofs <laughs> oh, man. just kidding don't relate that don't, don't relate do that, that. Don't that's bad do we that. don't condone that but homelander did and that was hilarious <laughs> The whole time, too, I was thinking, maybe he doesn't have it. Maybe his kid doesn't have it. I know. So yeah. when, they're, when they're up on the roof, I had already seen in the trailer where Homelander shoves off his kid. And they show, like, a clip. And it's just, yeah. like, him falling off the roof. They don't show him hit the ground or anything. So I was like, this could end either way. Yeah. Like, the way the show is, you know? And yeah, he, could, he, could land, he could fly. You know, he could, could like, not land, you know, and just be hovering there. Like, oh, I can do it. <laughs> Or he could fall and die. No, it's just in real time, pushes him and he just thuds. <laughs> oh my God. And I thought he was hurt though. I was like, I thought he died. I was like, oh and my he was God. like, uh, and his mom came out there rushing and she was concerned. So I was also like, maybe he doesn't have powers or, and yeah. it, but Homelander the whole time was like, nah, he's fine. Kid's fine. <laughs> Kid's fine. <laughs> And sure enough, the kid is like fine. He's not even hurt. Yeah. And then like, when she's up. going back in then too, I was like, all right, he's definitely got something. Like they're going to reveal it later. If he's, you know, he's obviously fine. Like no one would be fine. I wouldn't be fine. Uh, and then he goes, he grabs the wrist and all of a sudden the kid's eyes light up red. Yeah, and he shoves, he shoves Homelander down. And Homelander's like, so happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's my boy. He's just like, they kept trying to do starting by doing father-son stuff and they'd all both be happy playing catch and Homelander would just be like, all right, do your powers. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, use your powers. I don't have any. 
Yeah, you do. Use them. <laughs> You're like, all right, come on. Dro- drop it. Come on. <laughs> drop the charade. Do it. Use your powers. <laughs> and yeah, you kinda, yeah, I kind of felt for Homelander too, honestly, when he was like talking with his kid on the bed and opened up about like how he didn't have a family and you know, he's being honest about how he felt. I don't know if he'd yeah. ever done that with anyone on the show before, even mm-hmm. though we knew these things about him. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, like, this guy was messed up. Like, it's not his fault. Like, he was I, I was up. wondering what direction they're going in when they had Stormfront blow up that building and then go to the press conference and act like she was the hero that the other guy built blew up the building, which was so infuriating to watch. Because mm-hmm. they showed like her smug little grin looking at Homelander who just looked pissed. I was like, are they going to make him kind of like they're going to get bring in a new bad guy and make him the hero or something, yeah. make him more likable? But I don't know now after episode four if that's still the direction they're going to go. I don't think so. I think we've so, just got more bad guys. <laughs> but it seemed like that for a second. Like, he no, was yeah, yeah. Go against them. And you know, another Homelander great is, Homelander thing we yeah. got to talk about is the first episode when they bring on basically the equivalent of like Daredevil. Uh, Marvel Daredevil, this blind guy, he's coming in. He's showing his stuff in the gym. And, and then the new woman who's filling in for Stillwell, that one woman who was kind of like hush up with all the sexual allegation stuff, she's been promoted. And she's, and she's like saying all these things that you know that like corporation stuff are saying like, here we go, we're diversifying. We've got this other like, you know, uh, so-and-so lined up some other minority thing lined up or whatever like but saying in corporate ways that she she doesn't care it's all for image and and this guy comes over and he's looking cool and and homelander just starts out he's like wow you're doing great like props to you like not just for showing up for the seven but for like succeeding in life or something like that and, yeah 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 and like he's like so good at like playing that like convincing i care and then like i, I can't even tell he like switches like on a dime and he's like what would happen though if someone did this whap and just <laughs> takes his sense oh. of hearing away real quick now you're just another useless blind person he said oh my god what a horrible line i know <laughs> i love uh how anthony star does that though man he's so good he, he's then, a great actor and now he's like it's like he's, the perfect role for him oh my god i my only complaint is when i see him is i can tell he's a small guy under his suit like like it's so clearly like padding like like and that's why his like neck thing is up so high is because he even has like a thin neck really yeah i couldn't tell until he was in the lingerie i never thought about it though well the, i i could always tell it's like his like okay. elbow just looks weird when he moves it. i'm just like like, yeah, but you don't need to be big eat. if you're dude, but if you have super strength, you don't have to have big muscles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm just but like I'm just saying like like the like the what's it the like the Batman versus Superman Batman suit that Ben Affleck wore. Ben Affleck got big, but his suit made him look like he had actual giant jack muscles. Like yeah. why didn't they get a better suit, I guess, for him? Is what I'm that's all I'm saying. First of all, you should either get a little bit bigger. And yeah. or you should at least have a more convincing because like to me it just looks like that those like foam Halloween things that you like got when you were kids. <laughs> it does kind of like, look like I that. have muscles, muscles now, mom. Yeah, I'd like to see more uh, the boys' Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. not little kids because I don't want little kids watching this show. But uh, oh, oh my yeah. god, what if what if? What if like somebody like saw the thumbnail? It's like, oh, let's look like a superhero show. Let's watch it with my seven-year-old. <laughs> Don't watch this with your seven-year-old. Speaking of the boys, though, let's talk about the boys themselves. Like, mm. yeah, we haven't really talked much about them at all. I'd have to say, I I think the boys are great because they they have probably the most. Like if I was dropped in this situation, sort of perspective, I guess. Even mm-hmm. though they're they're not really relatable, since that they're like mercenary underground, yeah, criminal guys. Yeah. Um, but like, but like Mother's Milk and um, Huey. Well, Huey's not a mercenary. Huey just kind of found himself in this situation. Yeah, yeah. But Mother's Milk and um, Frenchie, Frenchie, they're they're also just like good dudes. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I feel like they're still down to earth and like 
relatable in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mother's milk too. Like, you know, Oh, my friend over there sitting in a whale's stomach. (laughs) I need to go and console him because he's kind of upset with how things are going right now. (laughs) I love that scene. He goes into the whale. Like he was just sitting inside of a whale. They're just hanging out in there. He just doesn't want to move. And mother's milk like comes in and like, moves the male whale blubber like it's like a tent flap hey man he like gets in gets a comfortable spot and just starts sitting next <laughs> to a comfortable spot. the fact that they decided to spend so much time inside of the whale i love it <laughs> it makes a reason that you could justify it let's get all these let's spend money on this this set you know this this gut set Do we have any leftover whale belly sets in, you know <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad. Huey is like going through a rough time these first four episodes. Like, I feel like any normal person though would because like, <laughs> like he went from having a normal life to his girlfriend got obliterated uh, yeah. by basically a superhero junkie, and then yeah, and then uh, like has to go in this underground world and be, kind of becomes a murderer. Well, he does mm-hmm. murder a guy, mm-hmm. um, and then he kind of gets betrayed and does all these things and. And now they're like, they're just like constantly in like crappy, dirty, gringy, grimy, like basements and things. And poor dude, man. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. And the, the last girl he fell in love with too, like has been kind of like on and off with him here, like has been sort of distancing herself from him here. At the I've beginning. had a hard time figuring out what their relationship is. I don't know. Like, I was, I was and really finally, be, yeah. They got together. To, yeah, I was happy they were getting back together. But then On she's that, like, ah, we can't do this. I know. And I was I like, just can't. But you decided well, yesterday you could. It's and then too now, nice. It's too nice. Can't have nice things. Got to be depressed and unhappy all the time. I know. Huey was actually happy for a little bit. That was I great. Because Huey's like a good dude. He's like such a good dude. And now it's like shifted. Like now Mother's Milk and Frenchie like are like, closer with him now than they are with billy butcher where mm-hmm. in season one i think it was like the other way around yeah like so that's kind of a very interesting thing but that's the other thing with billy butcher wasn't really in the first episode till the end which was like this mystery like where is he it was fun mm-hmm. and then it was kind of like an anticlimactic entrance he just kind of came down the stairs <laughs> he like kicked a guy yeah but it's like i was a little bit i wanted a little something a little different i feel like they're trying to like show like that he's not a likable guy. He's, I don't think he is in general a likable guy. Yeah, I think he really only thinks about himself. You know what I mean? Is I guess what it it comes down to, and his wife, uh, which is I guess good, but like it's kind of I guess sort of toxic to him in the yeah. fact that he doesn't really value any other relationship. You know? Yeah. And I think, like you said, Frenchie and Mother's Milk are kind of they started like catching on to that, and they're like, yeah. "Whoa!" But Huey cares about us you know it's yeah it's it's interesting uh how the dynamic of the boys has changed um it seems like it's coming i I think billy butcher's coming back a little bit to being a little nicer Mm -hmm. Um, he did uh like come back and save huey from starlight and homelander so that's the thing was starlight actually gonna kill huey I think she was. I kind of think she was. And he, he kind of gave her the nod because he was been, he's been feeling kind of suicidal. They started off with like a Billy Joel music video. and Yeah, where a guy's about to jump off a bridge. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that. Not, no, not because I feel that way, but I just want to watch that music video because it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Billy Joel. Uh, I love Billy Joel. Speaking of the boys, though, Let's talk about the boys themselves. Like, mm. yeah, we haven't really talked much about them at all. I'd have to say, I I think the boys are great because they they have probably the most like if I was dropped in this situation sort of perspective, I guess. Even mm-hmm. though they're they're not really relatable since that they're like mercenary underground yeah. criminal guys. Yeah. Um, but like, but like Mother's Milk and um, Huey. Well, Huey's not a mercenary. Huey just kind of found himself in this situation. Yeah, yeah. But Mother's Milk and um, Frenchie, Frenchie, they're they're also just like good dudes. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah. I feel like they're still down to earth and like re- relatable in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mother's milk too. Like, you know, Oh, my friend over there is sitting in a whale's stomach. I need to go <laughs> and console him because he's kind of upset with how things are going right now. <laughs> I love that scene. He like After goes they... into the whale. Like he was just sitting inside of a whale. They're just and hanging out in there. He just doesn't want to move. And mother's milk like comes in and like moves the male whale blubber. Like it's like a tent flap. Hey man, he like gets in, gets a comfortable spot and just starts sitting next <laughs> to a comfortable spot. The fact that they decided to spend so much time inside of the whale, I love it. <laughs> it makes a reason that you could justify it. Let's get all these, let's spend money on this, this set, you know, this, this gut set. Do we have any leftover whale belly sets? In, you know, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Huey is like going through a rough time these first four episodes. Like, I feel like any normal person though would because like (laughs) like he went from having a normal life to his girlfriend got obliterated uh by basically a superhero junkie and then yeah and then uh like has to go in this underground world and kind of becomes a murderer while he does Mm -hmm. murder a guy Mm -hmm. um and he kind of gets betrayed and does all these things and and now they're like they're just like constantly in like crappy dirty gringy grimy like basements and things and poor dude man <laughs> yeah totally and the the last girl he fell in love with too like has been kind of like on and off with him here like has been sort of distancing herself from him here at the i've beginning. had a hard time figuring out what their relationship is i don't know like, i was, I was finally really be, yeah they I got together to, yeah i was happy they were getting back together but then on she's that, like ah, we can't do this i know and I was like, but you decided well, yesterday you could. It's and then too now... nice. It's too nice. Can't have nice things. Got to be depressed and unhappy all the time. I know. Huey was actually happy for a little bit. That was I great. Because Huey's like a good dude. He's like such a good dude. And now it's like shifted. Like now Mother's Milk and Frenchie like are like closer with him now than they are with Billy Butcher. Where mm-hmm. in season one, I think it was like the other way around. Yeah. Like... So that's kind of a very interesting thing. But that's the other thing with Billy Butcher wasn't really in the first episode till the end, which was like this mystery. Like, where is he? It was fun. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like an anticlimactic entrance. He just kind of came down the stairs. <laughs> he like kicked a guy. Yeah, but it's like, I was a little bit, I wanted a little, something a little different. I feel like they're trying to like show like that he's not a likable guy. He's, I don't think he is season. in general a likable guy. Yeah, I think he really only thinks about himself. You know what I mean? Is I guess what it, it comes down to and his wife uh which is i guess good but like it's kind of i guess sort of toxic to him in the yeah. fact that he doesn't really value any other relationship you know yeah and i think like you said frenchy and mother's milk are kind of they started like catching on to that and they're like yeah. whoa but huey cares about us you know it's yeah it's it's interesting uh how the dynamic of the boys has changed um, it seems like it's coming. I, f- I think Billy Butcher's coming back a little bit to being a little nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, he did uh, like come back and save Huey from Starlight and Homelander. Yeah. So that's the thing. Was Starlight actually going to kill Huey? I think she was. I kind of think she was. And he, he kind of gave her the nod because he was been, he's been feeling kind of suicidal. They started off with like a Billy Joel music video. and Yeah, where a guy's about to jump off a bridge. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that. Not, no, not because I feel that way, but I just want to watch that music video because it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Billy Joel. Uh, I love Billy Joel. I'm, I wonder where the relationship will end up. I don't really... Want it to keep going back and forth? I hate back and forth. I just want it to be... I want them to end up together. Because Huey's a great guy. She's like the nicest girl, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they both had a, had a really good relationship. I love them when they were in the car. And they were... I forget what song they were singing. But then uh, Huey just oh, started was, like, um, hitting the roof. Yeah, it was uh, Billy Joel, wasn't it? Thanks. We didn't start the fight. That's it. Yep. It was Billy Joel again. 
And then like, it's just like, it's going off and you just think it's going to be like this great moment. And all of a sudden mother Mills, like, Hey, like, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. Not your damn I, chaperone. I was wondering that whole scene is like, which way is Mother Milk going to go? Is he going to snap and start singing with him or is he going to snap and freak out on him? <laughs> this is oh, not a vacation. That would have been a better twist if he just started singing. Just well, he did open up. Threw the windows Starlight. down. And- yeah. Because he wasn't about it at all. But like he ended up, Starlight started asking him about his life and like kind of became an interesting twist. He kind of started to like that, like Starlight a little more, I think. Mm-hmm um kimiko is like on a freaking warpath now to take down the guy the girl that killed her brother take down stormfront i'm starting to like her more now too i she was like to me just kind of one-dimensional rip things kind of crazy yeah kind of can we trust her now she's like kind of starting to like be more human that's one thing too like she when she was having a conversation with her brother in sign language i was like how can she not like write anything down then how can she not like write anything down in her native language for people to understand like they, they explain like oh, we got she things to talk. learn about her yeah I, I feel like it's they're just they want to limit as much as they can from her so they don't have to write lines for her because <laughs> <laughs> like i was like oh she knows sign language so she, she knows how what language is yeah like, so we know then like she knows like japanese right like she she, would she doesn't know talk i don't think she talks at all anymore she doesn't talk anymore she doesn't speak but she can do her own sign language and some of it i do recognize is like like even american sign language from the the little bit that i know like yeah. i'm like mm, okay i know that one so like i'm like she knows words why can't she write down for these guys even if it's japanese traumatic, some traumatic thing yeah but you know, like, like she could still write to her village she could write they need, they need a better job to explain that but. <laughs> i still think she's pretty mysterious though yeah but i feel like they're just making her mysterious just for mysterious sake because before she couldn't talk at all and all of a sudden sign language came out i was like what <laughs> what yeah. they they also did the thing with like they were doing like the all girl ads oh yeah i love like that. the girl power ads mm-hmm. and you could just funny. tell they were all sick of it like yeah all the all the women there were they, when they were just like so what do you what do you guys think about like uh or so girls getting power or girls are showing power and like you know all these again they're just hashtag things they don't yeah. they're not genuine i care about women succeeding sort yeah. of thing and then and that's another time i like stormfront she's like What'd she, what'd she say? Dicks and chicks, man. We all get together. <laughs> we all get to do this together or something. Like, I was like, yeah. I'm liking this girl. I'm liking yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. But now I don't. Now I don't. And um, here's the thing. I do, though. I kind of so, like her, kind of don't. I mean, I like the She's I like so that she's good at being show. bad. She's, she's really fun to watch, whatever she's doing as, yeah. a, as an audience member. But um, another interesting, I mean, a big the plot point is that Compound V got announced, um, got leaked by Starlight. Um, that, you know, these superheroes were not born like this. They were made in a lab. And that's like a shock to the world. And of course, this is like a great comparison to real life collateral damage that we see companies do all the time. They're just trying to minimize the damage that this has caused. Like they say, oh, wow, we didn't know about this one. Of course they did. Yeah. You know, they're like, there was like, there was an employee. We've dealt with that group, you know, um, it's not going to be an issue anymore. Yeah. We're investigating it. You know, we're going to, and everyone knows, but like, because they said that and no one can straight up prove it, nobody cares. Like it gets revealed and then it like, it doesn't matter. And in your head, you're like, like, I wish this mattered. But like, again, it's like, it just shows it's showing like how our world is. Like if someone just denies yeah, you know, something. It just and black just, noir is just black noir is just crying. <laughs> no, the it's announced. Black noir. He's great. He's like one of the first scenes in the show. Was it the first scene of the show? Let, yep, it was the first. Please allow me to introduce myself. And he's just killing these like this like mercenary or terrorist group of um, yeah, Monza the, Soup. He's like a bunch of mercenaries with him, and he's just taking them out. Like the guy tries to blow himself. Or blow up, I guess you can do, mm-hmm. and not die. Um, and it just burned Black Noir, but he's just standing there. So. 
And then there's a kid sitting out of bed and he tries to give him a stuffed animal. He's just walking through with the head though. He's just yeah. like, <laughs> I think there the- was an early, early teaser of that. Cause I'd seen that before. Yeah. But yeah, he like rips a guy's mouth open like that. Oh, I was like, why God. would you kill him that way? I feel like that's harder <laughs> than just like, just choking him. Like if you're that strong, I feel like you could just go and just crush the windpipe or whatever. But he's like, nope, going to rip his face in half. Oh, my God. And it's just, it's like the guy, too, that uh, Starlight, but back when she was Liberty when she killed, did you see his face oh, yeah. when he was on, like, like he was, was still gross. alive. He just had, like, this huge, like, hole in his face. The therapist for, or, like, the church lady, the collective thing with the. Uh, yeah. Oh, she's I good. Really, I'm it's... glad that that's not dominating the show though so far it's just it's it's only related to like the weird deep episodes yeah you know it's it's clearly uh, like, some sort of cult and i'm just like i don't want this to like dominate the show like it's like, like when, when he's Sparrow picking out dominated a, the show when he's picking out a girlfriend or something yeah. <laughs> and he finds one that he really likes because he's like, like it's clearly that one and it's like yeah. the girl it's like i'll do anything for a man like anything at all yeah like, and he's like, yeah, I pick her. Yep, I pick her. <laughs> it's clearly her, right? And she's like, no, it's going to be the other one. <laughs> the one that talked about skeletons hugging each other? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. He's like, but you said I got to choose. You do get to choose. And you're going to choose her. <laughs> Starlight like, pretty much got to speak out against uh, Deep, too. How can I apologize? He was like, being so nice, though. He was and, trying like, so hard to... like. He's like, I now recognize it was my insecurities, which made me do. She's like, shut up. Shut up. Over your fins. It's disgusting. (laughs) Or your gills. I keep calling them fins. Keep cover your gills. They're disgusting. Fucking disgusting. (laughs) That's hilarious. Right after he finally accepted them. I love just to like when someone's like on the phone and then like Homelander shows up, like when Starlight or not when Maeve is like on the phone and he's just like, in the doorway, like <laughs> looking at her and kind of like not looking at her. And oh, oh, are you on the phone? Oh, I can. I'm sorry. I don't have super hearing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great how his conversations start like that, and then they end up with him like threatening, you know, like getting in their face and like trying to control them. Mm-hmm. The actor is great. He's great. I just so, wish he would eat some sandwiches. That's all. I'll have to look at what he looks like in real life, too. He's skinny. Is he tall? I think he's as tall as that. I think he's just skinny. As tall as what? Is what he is in the show. Let's see. Let's see. 5'11? It says he's 5'11. And it says Jack Quaid is 6'1. Carlbin 6'1. So he's got to be on some stilts, too. <laughs> Because he towers over everyone. Yeah. I feel like Carl Urban's just a great actor. I know. I keep I keep like saying I want him to make it big. Like he's so he's good. big though. But he is big. But like he is. He's, he's been he in this great movie. Like he's big. But like he's not like like in the talk like Christopher Hemsworth or Do uh, you call him Christopher Hemsworth? You called him Christopher Hemsworth. Christopher Hemsworth? <laughs> I'm being formal. Being formal. That's probably his birth name. Right. I've never heard anybody say that, but it sounds l- way less Thor-like. <laughs> more, more like Pooh-like. Yeah. Christopher Hemsworth. Christopher Hemsworth? Pooh, where have you been? Well, just like uh, Christopher Pine and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Christopher Evans. <laughs> Christopher Pratt. We need to start calling them that every single time we say. <laughs> yep. Yep. Christopher Pratt. I just feel like Carl, but he's not like as big as is the Christophers or like, or, or Keith even Urban. Like, or like Heath Urban's. Keith Urban. He's <laughs> not even as big as Keith Urban. <laughs> not even as big Are as they, Keith wait. <laughs> are they related probably they're both from that freaking island out there are they but they're both from australia well i think urban's from new zealand which is like oh. like uh 
like Australia's like sweat that dripped off into the the sea. Yeah. And his and his his other name he's Carl Heinz Herman. <laughs> so he might be from Pittsburgh too. <laughs> Regardless of rumors and assumptions, Carl's management has often stated that he is not related to Keith Urban, the famous singer, who is also from New Zealand and with whom Carl share a K initial in the last name. That's right. It's Carl with a K. Kyle. I was going to say, they don't, they don't really look anything like each other. But they're related. They're probably related. Let's, let's start that rumor. <laughs> We're going to keep it going. That's the first four episodes of The Boys, pretty much. And um, I'm excited to talk about the last four coming up in uh, four weeks. <laughs> it's kind of fun to watch something that's coming out weekly, though. It is. It is. I, I want to binge this show so bad, though. <sighs> I really I want to keep watching. Uh, I'm disappointed. So... But it's awesome, though. I, I like that. It's like when you get to that day, it's like, ooh, it comes out tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps the conversation going. It has you something due on that day with everyone else. That's, so... It's, a, it's, it's some pros and cons. And I'm a big Reddit guy, and I really like um, want, being on, like, the live. While I'm watching it, people are watching it live, like, when it first oh. comes out. There's, like, live feeds of it where people just talk about, like, oh, did you notice this? You know, maybe things you don't notice right away. Somebody out there probably did. Yeah, so otherwise, like, please, you know, subscribe, comment. What did you think of this season? And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Like us on Facebook. Um, we'll be coming out soon with um, probably some like Mandalorian maybe talks. We're talking about doing as More October Vikings. 31st. Uh, we're going to get new season of the Mandalorian. We still got to cover season one. Uh, Vikings. We're going to get through those seasons, work our way through that. We're going to be doing some Last Kingdom book talk. So stick around for that. And uh, we hope you guys continue to subscribe. But for now. Christopher Pine Time to turn the pines off Over every Chris and every Christopher Christopher Pine